And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. Also head over to hitthatline.com for other ways to listen, as well as check out some podcasts, some articles, some videos, great content dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. So be sure to check that out as well. We're going to talk about Arkansas and Tulsa just a little bit this afternoon, this morning, this evening, whenever you're listening to the podcast, it doesn't really matter. We're also going to get to a few of your Twitter questions that you sent my way today as well, and then we'll have some fun in the final segment. But I want to start with Arkansas and Tulsa this weekend. Arkansas is 1-6. Tulsa is 1-5. Two of these teams that are meeting, both of them are bad teams. Bad teams in their own right. Teams that are trying to get over the hump and trying to find something good to feel about, something to feel positive about. And it's a big game for both teams. It's a big game for Arkansas because you know that if you win this game, you get your first FBS win of the season and you will break your six-game losing streak and you'll actually have something decent to feel good about. And a lot of things are riding on it with Tulsa because Tulsa sees Arkansas as a very beatable opponent. An opponent that lesser teams have already beaten this year. And how sweet would that be to go into someone's house, specifically an SEC opponent's house, and take care of business and find a way to become victorious. It's not easy. It's not simple either way. But it's at least something that Tulsa can look forward to and try to build up some momentum to as well. And here's the thing. I always like to pose this question every week of what if Arkansas wins? And what if Arkansas loses? We'll start with what if Arkansas wins this game against Tulsa? What if? What happens? What does it mean? Where do we go? How do we feel? Well, the positives of winning this game is you win. Duh. You actually get that second win. You break that six-game losing streak. And you have something to feel good about just for a change. As a team, as a fan base, you get to go home. You get to go to bed that night with a victory I know it's against a nobody opponent that's not that good and it's not going to change anything in the outlook of everything else but it's still something that you can at least say hey we did this we did pretty good on to the next week I think it means more to the players as much as anybody Because losing six straight games, especially in some of those games where you've been close, where you should have won, you should have won Colorado State, you should have won Ole Miss, you should have at least been in position to win against Texas A&M. And so that's what really hurts, too, is when you become so close, but yet you're so far away. So I think it'd be huge for the players and be huge for Chad Morris to actually get uh, another win notched up on his belt. But that's about it when it comes to the positives. Because what other things can you think of? Can you realistically convince yourself of of reasons to why Arkansas will feel amazing after this, besides the fact that you just beat a terrible team that's one in five, that's not even FB or a power five opponent? Nothing. It's really nothing that you can hold your hat on. Maybe find some momentum. Maybe Kelly Bryant had a great time. Maybe the atmosphere was pretty good for him. Maybe all of that. That's about it. So it turns to the question of what if Arkansas loses? I don't even know if you want to think about that. I don't know if you want to even consider that. 
fathom it. Entertain the idea. Because I'm telling you right now, folks, if Arkansas loses this game to Tulsa, shut it down. Shut down the season. Don't play any more games. Forfeit them. Because that's how bad and embarrassing this will be. It, it, get, it gets lower and lower each time. I keep feeling like it can't get any worse for Arkansas. I keep feeling like they're finally going to turn a corner. I keep feeling like this might be finally the game where they get over the hump and they really get some things going. I keep feeling that way. But I'm let down every single time. I'm disappointed every single time. And so after that North Texas game, it was about as bad as it could be for Razorback fans. We all remember that, and we don't want to go back to it. However, as bad as that was, think about if you lost to Tulsa. Just think about it. Vision it in your mind. Would you be more upset, more angry, more frustrated, more irate with a loss to Tulsa than you would be from any other game this year? Would you even feel any sort of entertainment or any reason to watch Razorback football the rest of the way, the rest of the season? Would you feel good about anything? Even the recruiting class, even Kelly Bryant, would you feel good about that? I don't think so. This game means a lot for such a meaningless game. It's funny how you how it's put that way, but it's the truth. This game means a lot for such a meaningless game. And when I say it's meaningless, it's meaningless in the grand scheme of things to which you're not going to go to a bowl game because of it. It's not going to be a, a win that everyone's talking about on SportsCenter that night. It's not going to be a win that gets you a W in the SEC. It's not going to be any of that. But it means more than anything to win it just because you are barely staying afloat right now as a program, as a fan base. You're just gasping for air, trying to find something. And every time you think you get close to surface, close to be able to breathe, something else just pulls you right back down and you feel like you're swimming for your life once again. It's the same way with Arkansas football right now. You're just trying to find something some way to get back to where you feel comfortable, to where you feel good, to where you feel proud, to where you feel excited. You've been teased a little bit, but it's still yet to come. The Tulsa game isn't going to change all of that. And I hope no one is misconstruing my message to me saying that. It's not going to change anyone's mind. But it at least have Arkansas do what they're supposed to do, which they haven't really done all season long. This team was supposed to hold on to leads. They didn't. This team was supposed to be full tilt boogie, aggressive offense. There's been times where they haven't. This team was supposed to be a much better and more sound defense this season. Sometimes they haven't been. All the inconsistencies have been causing this team to not do the things that they were supposed to do. And in almost every loss... It's been because Arkansas has shot themselves in the foot every time.
You can't have it anymore. You can't deal with that anymore. And that's why, again, this Tulsa game means so much for such a meaningless, meaningless game. Razorback fans, I know you're worried. I know you're excited. I know you're frustrated. I know you're all the emotions. But give it time. See what happens this weekend. Take two pills and call me in the morning. Because it might get a little weird if Arkansas loses this game for Monday's podcast. Hey, we all enjoy watching college football, though. Even if we don't like watching the Razorbacks, there's other great games that you can watch and enjoy as a college football fan. And the best way to watch college football is through Sling TV. If you're sick of paying for 20 channels that you never watch, when you can just want to see your team win, Sling TV is the best way to do so. $30 a month, and you get all the ESPN networks, the Pac-12 network, the SEC network, and so many more channels. You can stream on your big screen and all your favorite devices. Also, Sling TV gives you the live TV that you love only better. There's no more useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can also cancel at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. And this is only for you Locked On listeners, okay? It's only for y'all. What you got to do is you got to go to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on to get that free seven-day trial. Take advantage of it, folks. Try it out. Tell me what you think because I guarantee you and I promise you all that you will not be disappointed. So go ahead and check it out at Sling TV by going to sling.com slash locked on. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. A few of you asked some questions to me on Twitter, just like you always do, and it's always appreciated. And uh, I try to get to as many as I can. Sometimes I don't have time to get to all of them, so if I don't, I apologize. But again, uh, no. Sometimes it gets a little busy there on social media, and sometimes it gets busy on this podcast, but I always appreciate the responses. And if I don't answer them today, might be able to answer them tomorrow on the podcast as well. So be sure to check that out. And the first one comes from Wally on Twitter, who says, is this going to be the worst school year for the big three Razorback sports of all time? I mean, that's tough, Wally. Uh, football, it's on pace to be the worst season you've had pretty much ever. At least one of the worst seasons. Basketball, you're not making the NCAA tournament. I mean, you're a borderline NIT team, and I think that would even be a success if you're able to make to any postseason play just because of the amount of rebuilding and the fact that you have Daniel Gafford helps, but I don't know if you have enough pieces around him. And then Razorback baseball is still going to be good. It's still going to be a team that makes it into the postseason, but they're not going to be near what they were last year. Uh, I mean, but you still got some pieces. You still got Heston Kerstad. You still got some pitching coming back. You still have some pieces, still have some guys. So I think baseball will at least be serviceable, still be good, still be a postseason team. Uh, but we're yet to determine how good they will be. So to answer your question, I guess in a roundabout way, it could be one of the worst. I- I'm, I'm trying to think back to, in my memory of a year that it could have been <clears> – <throat> Just as bad, if not worse. Uh, 2013-2014 seasons, I know, were rough for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Um, (laughs) Mainly due to the fact that uh, the the football team was so bad with Brett Bielma. And nobody really were... 
jumping on and getting excited about that. Uh, the basketball team, though, made the NCAA tournament that year. And so you felt at least all right about that. Was that the actual? I'm, I may be getting my years wrong. Was that the year that they made it? No, that was the year, excuse me, that was the year they made it to the NIT. But you beat Kentucky twice, so at least that gave you some good feelings about it all around. Um, and, of course, the baseball teams did decent, too. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just kind of going off the top of my head. I've had to do some more research on that. But I do think it's fascinating that that question even gets popped up because that's where some people's heads are at right now. Uh, it doesn't feel good. Uh, you don't even want to consider that, but that is the reality of the situation you're in. But, yes, this does have potential to be the all-time worst because if Arkansas football goes 2-10, and 10, which, as of right now, that's not even a guarantee, but say if they went 2-10, and 10, basketball goes 500, maybe even a little below, which is a very good chance. Where do you go from there? Baseball? Yeah, you got baseball. That's great, but the other two is the ones that need to step their game up. Other two are the ones that even though people love baseball, and don't get me wrong, I love baseball too, basketball is still a bigger deal at Arkansas. There's a reason why that they have eighteen to 20,000 people there for big games. There's a reason why. People care about ba- basketball a lot more. And it's not a slight against baseball. It's just the fact of the matter. And so I don't really know how – how what what difference you can make there and how much better it can be on the other side now maybe basketball will surprise some people i think that's something you could hope for and uh maybe baseball will get on a little run that's very possible too but right now football is definitely not helping you out so yeah to answer your question wally yes this could be one of the worst years for arkansas razorback athletics when it comes to the big three sports all right the next one comes from michael on twitter he says should i want people fired if we go zero and eight in the sec well, I guess uh, when you mean people, I, I don't really know if you mean specific, like the head coach, Chad Morris, or just assistant coaches or whatnot. So I'll just take it for a pretty blanket and general statement. I would say that if Arkansas goes 0-8, then I, yeah, probably somebody needs to change. Something needs to change. Um, I don't know if that – I'm not calling for anyone specific. I'm not saying that it will immediately help everything. But it's just like on the – on the surface of it all, if you go 0-8 in the SEC, especially when this year's schedule looked to be a little more favorable in the SEC because it's not like you played a bunch of great SEC teams. I mean, that means you would have lost to Vanderbilt. You already lost to Ole Miss. You would have lost to A&M the way you did. You would have lost to Mississippi State and Missouri. I mean, it's not like you have a bunch of barn burners on your, on your schedule. You got some good ones, but nobody that's just – besides Alabama and LSU, maybe. Nobody's just setting the world on fire. I mean, for crying out loud, Auburn could go 7-5 and five this year. So it's not even like they're doing great things. So I, I don't know. But if you do go 0-8 with that schedule, I feel like something needs to be done drastically. Something needs to change. Because Brett Bielma went 0-8, and, and you can't have that again. You, you just can't. That should have been a silver, or that should have been at least an understanding of what direction that the program was going to be going and how bad it could get under Brett Bielma. That should have been a telltale sign of things to come. Now, I think situations are different between what Brett Bielma took over and what Chad Morris took over because the difference is, is that Brett Bielma in his first year actually had a lot, a lot of NFL talent. He had Trey Flowers, he had Darius Filon, he had Chris Smith, he had Martrell Spate. That's just on the defensive side of the ball, Tevin Mitchell. 
Those are really good players. Even offensively, you had Travis Swanson at center. You had Kiero Small. Both those guys played in the NFL, drafted in the NFL, and, of course, Swanson's still playing. Uh, you had Keon Hatcher. You had a guy that was really good there. You had Jonathan Williams and Alex Collins in the running backs. I know they were young, but they were really good running backs. You had Brandon Allen at quarterback. Uh, I mean, you just had so many pieces there that should have made that team better and that game team should have won. That's not what you have this year with Chad Morris. You don't have NFL talent just across the board. You just don't. It does not exist at all. So um, when it comes to that, I feel like, yeah, it, something needs to happen. Something needs to be shown that it, that will not be tolerated and that will not be accepted. I don't know who. I don't know how. I don't know what. I don't know why. I don't know where. I don't know anything about how it's going to happen. But uh, I agree with you, Michael, that something needs to change. Something needs to definitely give in that situation. Because, again, you can't, you just can't have that. Just can't have that in any way, shape, or form if you're Arkansas. Just can't do it. So uh, I have one final Twitter question I want to get to, and I'll get to it here on the other side of this break. But first, we all love a night out. Whether it's seeing the favorite bands or seeing the best sports teams or seeing whatever, we enjoy going out and seeing these big events. And with Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for all your tickets for all the live events that you want to go to. And you can even sort by price or you can look for the seats in the specific section and row of your choice to make things even better. Vivid Seats is giving listeners right here of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app using promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. And make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. We're moving on into the final segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. The final question I have is from Chris, and it says, what would you do if you won the lottery? The mega millions, I'm assuming you mean, Chris? Uh, it's up to $858 million. Uh, very nice. Probably will be more than that by the time the winner is announced. Um, I am going to play the lottery. Uh, I will not win, but uh, if I do, it was nice knowing all of you, and I enjoyed this podcast. But if, if I did win it, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that you always want to dream about and dream about doing if you if money was no option. Uh, I think I uh, I think I would own a few houses. I think I'd own a home in Fayetteville and a home in Little Rock and a home in the Keys. For sure, because that's kind of my spot. I'd travel a lot. Uh, I'd get me a couple new vehicles. Um, donate to a bunch of charities, of course. Now, some of you probably think I'm joking. No, I would. I would. Not. There's a few charities I'd have in mind that I would donate to. Um, of course, I would make sure my family was completely taken care of financially for years to come. Make sure that they're all good to go. And um, I think I'll just have a good time. Probably go to Dixon Street a few times. See you guys out there. You could come up to me. I'll buy you a drink, hang out, enjoy life, uh, shoot the nonsense, and roll with it. I think that'd be the best and only way to do it. That's for sure. So, I don't know, man. 
I ain't going to win it, so it doesn't matter. But anyway, it's always fun to dream about it for sure. I well, appreciate everybody listening in to the podcast today. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes as well as on Google Play. We're also on Spotify, and we'll keep the podcast going from there as well. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great night, everybody. We will see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 